Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. Here we go, hump day Wednesday, and it's a little bit wet outside. Hopefully your day's off to a good start. As we start the Buck Baloo Show, live from the Battery Atlanta, here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Man, we're streaming at 680thefan.com, click and watch the show. Get that fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of coming. Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online. For your next car, visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com. 10 o'clock hour on the fan is brought to you by the Haug Baron Law Group. Your champions of personal injury law. To win your case, go to championshiplaw.com. And today, Wednesday, let's see, what do we have? Oh, Infinity of Gwinnett, drive the content. We allow them on Wednesday, final segment of this show, to dictate. They're allowing you to dictate what we talk about. So 404-231-1680, the number. Presented by Infinity of Gwinnett. Empower the talk. Empower the drive. Take charge here on the Buck Baloo Show. I, I really don't allow anyone to dictate the content. I've got 42 minutes. I can't be allowing others to dictate the content here. But we do on Wednesday, thanks to our great partners, Infinity of Gwinnett. DT and Cullen ready to get to work. I am too. What do you say we get it started? Bucks. Big. The Senior Bowl is next week, and Stetson Bennett is still not officially on the roster. Time is running out on Stet, and this is a big deal because right now the mailman is most likely to be an undrafted free agent. Get an invitation to the Senior Bowl and have an impressive week in Mobile in front of personnel executives and coaches from all 32 teams in the National Football League. And you know what happens? Your draft stock goes up. What's the holdup? Best I can tell, Will Levis is not interested in coming. Kentucky quarterback. Looks like he is a bona fide first-round pick, banged up from the season. That big blue offensive line didn't protect him as well as he had hoped, so his body's a little banged up. And he's concerned that his stock can only go down by going to Mobile in the senior bowl. Guess here is Levis is not interested in coming. Senior bowl has five quarterbacks on the roster. They need six. They always have six. There's a spot available. Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, they can't attend. They're not seniors. So what's the holdup? What's the deal? Word on the street, an invitation is coming Stetson's way. But again, I mean, the players report on Monday. Mort's coming up at 1020. Hopefully, Mort has got some answers on that one. 
and this would be awesome for Stetson to be a part of this, he would be working with the Bears offensive coordinator, Luke Getze. Now, look, the Bears have a mobile quarterback in Justin Fields. Stetson knows him very well. So they do things that Stetson can do. Right now, I was reading Dog Nation last night. Mike Griffith ran across some of these uh, percentages, and right now there's a 40% chance that Stetson Bennett is an undrafted free agent. So he needs a little bump, a little boost, and the Senior Bowl could do that. Let's talk a little Braves baseball. Time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. All right, Chip Carey on the way to St. Louis with the Cardinals. The Cardinals have not officially announced this. I believe DOB was a little bit ahead of the curve on this one. And we have contacted Chip about coming on to tell all you Braves fans goodbye. And wish him the best in St. Louis. Got to be exciting for him. But who takes Chip Carey's place? Bally Sports Southeast on the TV side as the play-by-play man. Is it going to be Boog Shambi? You remember Boog. How could you forget him? He had this job 2007, 2008, 2009. Moved on to ESPN. Could it be Brian Anderson? He's been with the Brewers, I believe, since like 2007. And he's one of those guys that looks a lot younger than what his age is. Brewers since 2007, from the looks of Brian Anderson, my impression would be that's when he was in third grade. Young-looking dude. He's got a kind of a baby face. He reminds yeah. me of our young producer for the locker room, Brody, Brody King. He's, yeah. got, he's got a similar baby face to that. Hey, is it going to be our guy, Ben Ingram? Ingram getting a lot of love out there on social media. Does an awesome job on the radio side. Guy that knows the game. Could fill that role. I don't have any doubts about that. Ben would be a tremendous choice, of course, but we'd be but losing a lot leave, on the radio. Yeah, right that'd leave a void on the radio he's side. Just such, he's such a great such a great call on the radio. I've seen some of the folks out there saying, well, hey, uh, you know, Jim Powell, part-time, make him full-time again. So we'll keep an eye on all that. Uh, Andrew Jones in the news did not make the Baseball Hall of Fame. Scott Rowland did, and I see a lot of people taking shots at Scott Rowland, who I always admired the baseball player that Scott Rowland was. He could rake, uh, he had some pop, he hit some bombs, and he also played a world-class third base, the hot corner. I mean, this guy, he was a a two-way player. I was really impressed with Rowland, and, you know, I don't know the man, but happy he got in. Got to get 75% of the vote. He got 76.5% of the vote, so he's in. Andrew Jones did not. Short on votes. One of the uh, deserving players that deserves to be in that had worn a a Braves uniform. One of the all-time greatest outfielders in Major League Baseball history. And as a former professional outfielder, I've got great respect for what Andrew was able to do defensively. I mean, he could go get it. Braves pitching staff loved Andrew Jones. 
And then he also hit like over 400 home runs. Ten-time gold glove winner, 17 seasons in the league. What's not to like? But Andrew just needs to be patient. Uh, short on votes, but look, if you look beyond that, get over the disappointment, Andrew Jones is trending up as far as getting in the hall. In the year 2020, he got 19% of the vote. Remember now, you need 75% of the vote to get in. 2021, got 34% of the vote. 2022, 41% of the vote. And now in 2023, got 58% of the vote. He's got four more voting cycles to get that 70%, 75%, and get in. So just be patient, Andrew. Your time's coming. We all know you're deserving and one of the greatest outfielders of all times. And I guess this year we'll just put our arms around the crime dog. Fred McGriff, who spent some quality years here in Atlanta. And Fred McGriff will get in this year. Andrew Jones, he's going to get in. Don't worry about that. Just going to happen down the road. And there you go. That's us chopping it up for you. We get the show started. So uh, Stetson in the Senior Bowl, going to get some answers with Mort. Coming up here in just a moment, and got you some Braves content right out of the gate today. Yeah, and looking forward to getting Jason Campbell on the show tomorrow. He is the new color analyst on the Auburn football radio network. Stan White, former Auburn quarterback, had a 22-year run. And he is uh, pulled away, I guess, uh, Stan Looking forward to start something new. And Jason Campbell, who was part of the pregame show, I believe, now has stepped in. He's going to join me on the show tomorrow. And then coming up on Friday here on the show, going to get Coach White, the Bulldog basketball coach. And, boy, what a great job he's doing over in Athens. Our family went over and saw the Vanderbilt game last week and couldn't believe the atmosphere in there. Totally. 180 from where it was a year ago. Look forward to having Coach on Friday here on the show. Coming back on the other side, we're going to hang out with Chris Mortensen, talk a little NFL football. He's got more on that Stetson Bennett Senior Bowl topic. You're listening to the Buck Blue Show, live from the Battery Atlanta, here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Got the Buffalo Show live 
from the Battery Atlanta here on The Fan. We appreciate you hanging out Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. And if you're listening on the app, you can listen any day, any time. Got a lot of people doing that these days. And want to invite you to come on out to our big throwdown coming up this weekend. Join the entire fan staff. Patrick's and Vinings for our 22nd annual AFC-NFC Throwdown. we got some live shows starting at 10. That'll run to 3. And when the game kicks off, fan staff kicking around to watch all the action. Patrick's to see who punches their ticket to Arizona for the big game. Looking forward to seeing you there. Don't miss the Throwdown coming up this Sunday with Atlanta's 30-year home for sports. Come on, man. That's 680 The Fan. Let's get to Chris Mortensen. The best NFL insider in the business is only on the fan. This is ESPN's NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. That's right, ESPN's Chris Mortensen, the fan's truest on-up NFL insider, joins us on the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker line. And, Mort, I know I'm wearing you out with this, but I've already opened the show with it again. We've got the senior ball players Need to be there on Monday. There are five quarterbacks on the roster. They normally have six. I'm guessing Will Levis isn't showing up. So what about Stetson Bennett? Uh, Buck, uh, I can tell you that Stetson Bennett is welcome to come to go to Mobile for the Senior Bowl. Uh, There seems to be some gray area and I think some confusion because, you know, Stetson's been down there in, in Mobile, Alabama, where the senior bowl, recent senior bowl is played, because uh, he's works with David Morris of Quarterback Country, uh, one of the quarterback guru factories, and David's very good, and Stetson's been down there, but they, he left after a couple of days, and uh, I think there's been some frustration with trying to connect with Stetson. Uh, now, this may be slightly dated, so maybe it's all been... Uh, you know, straighten out, but as of, say, an hour ago, uh, senior bowl officials were still a little bit confused as to whether Stetson uh, was wanted to play in the senior bowl. And who oh, knows? wow. Uh, who knows? It, 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 could he be tired? Could he Could he uh, have something else going on? Uh, you know, he just accepted the Manning Award, uh, as you know, for right. uh, top quarterback in the, in the country. It's a really prestigious award, and, and, uh, and there's no question that in my mind, he would, he's well, he, that he has an invite. Let me put it that way. He's got an invitation. There's no question in my mind, based off the information I gathered an hour ago, that he has an invitation, but there's some lack of communication. Who knows? Maybe Stetson's a little bit irritated that it would take this long. But I think I, I you and I text about this. You know, there was some respect for what had happened in the, uh, the Georgia tragedy and the post, uh, you know, national championship celebration. Uh, with the services and everything. And, and I think Jim Nagy, the director of the Senior Bowl, just wanted to respect that before they moved forward with issuing an invitation. But uh, so I have no doubt that Stetson wants to play. All he has to do is pick up the phone or if he's in Mobile, wow. he'll find Jim Nagy and say, I'm coming. So reading into that, I would say, why wouldn't he accept this invitation and uh, jump on board immediately. Has he not been working out since the national championship game? Uh, you know, you, you mentioned he's there with David Morris uh, working for a little bit. 
But why would he have left? I just don't understand it from this end. And that's why we don't have clear answers. He was down there for a couple of days working with David Morris, and then he just, uh, I don't want to say disappeared because yeah. that sounds a little off. But, uh, left early. He left early, and, and for whatever reason. You know, we don't know what's, what's quite going on, but he definitely is working out. It would be to his benefit if he felt he was in good physical shape to play in that game. I mean, if he doesn't feel right physically or if he's exhausted, you know, sometimes you, you go, 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 and all of a sudden you realize, hey, I don't have any gas left in the tank. Maybe he just needs a couple of days to, to regenerate. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see because uh, there's no doubt in my mind, as I said, that he, he, he could be there's a spot there for him in the senior bowl. I think practice gets underway next Tuesday. So what's the deadline? You got to accept and be there on Monday? Yeah, they'd like you there. I mean, and, and the NFL teams do a lot of, uh, you know, they, they do some measurables. They, a lot of interviews they set up. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty in-depth process. Uh, and then they, they start practice. And practice is, I've always said this, practice is sometimes more important than the games. Uh, but, you know, the game itself is important as well. So, yeah, I mean, you would hope we would hear something by the end of this week, I guess. Now, I'm surprised that we didn't have, a definitive announcement, but uh, the reason I discovered was exactly what I just told you, which I'm sure leaves people confused because I think even the, uh, there's some confusion for the senior bowl uh, officials as to why this has not come together. Yeah, so what do you think? Uh, are they just going to go with five quarterbacks if, if, say, Stetson doesn't accept the invitation, or is there another quarterback they would bring down? I'm looking for uh, a side hustle. Uh, Mort, I'm willing to go down there and throw it around a little bit. Well, I, the way you look like you're in shape to do it, so yeah, I, I would imagine they tried to add another another quarterback. I mean, you know, you, you just you don't want to put a quarterback through too much in the game, right? Uh, you know, because you don't want an injury or anything like that. Because let's face it, the offensive line you're working behind haven't been working all that much, but you know they're they're coached really hard during the week to try to keep that, and they have some rules within the game to try to keep it so the quarterback doesn't take some steep shot. Talk about keeping up, Mort. How are you keeping up with all these coaches and the interviews? Uh, I mean, my head's spinning just trying to keep up with the Falcons looking for a new defensive coordinator. They've interviewed, it seems like, uh, five, six, seven prospects, and I'm I'm guessing uh, they've been they've been at it for a couple of weeks here. I'm expecting to hear something soon. What are you hearing? Yeah, listen, I'm kind of like, it was my head is spinning, and I do this for a living uh, in terms of, the, you know, covering the NFL, and that's with uh, all the spots. I think the NFL in their various seminars and messages to the teams is slow down. Slow your process down. Make sure you find the right guy. There's a good fit. And, and, and you know, like for the Falcons, it's interesting since DMP's uh, you know, retired, like, okay, you know, you, you've got some, you know, everybody would lo- love to have a Vic Fangio who's interviewed for the job, but Vic's uh, coveted somewhere else. But Vic is also very set in his ways. And and uh, so if you get him, it's his show, uh, absolutely. And then, you know, Ryan Nielsen being the latest that we, we you know, the Saints co-defensive coordinator, uh, and he's a younger guy in his 40s. And has been under Dennis Smith, who's a very good defensive coordinator, uh, who's now the Saints head coach. And Nielsen, you know, he's a defensive line guy. A lot of coaches prefer to have somebody who's had some uh, experience on the back end. That's that's 
philosophy that you know you, you hear from some head coaches. I want somebody who's been working with secondaries or linebackers uh, more than a, a defensive line coach. So yeah, this thing is it's it's kind of dragging, but I, I know that uh, I kind of expected some real action this week. Uh, certainly by Friday on some of these head coach jobs. Mort, when you hear, uh, by the way, uh, need to tell us what you know about Lamar Jackson and his future with the Ravens, but when you hear the Falcons are interested, one of the teams that may be in the mix if he was made available in a trade situation, what, what are you thinking about this one? First, what about Lamar and the Ravens? Are they okay? Is he on the way out? What are you hearing? Well, they, they don't want to push him out. Uh, the, the Ravens have stated that very emphatically from the general manager, Eric DaCosta, uh, and, and the head coach, John Harbaugh. But one thing, that if you watched their press conference or even listened to it, you saw that, hey, listen, we're operating uh, on Lamar Jackson's urgency to the negotiations. And Lamar Jackson who represents himself, is showing no urgency. So, listen, he's made it pretty clear. He wants a fully guaranteed contract. There's only one like it in the NFL. It's Deshaun Watson. There are people, teams in this league who think that at some point it could get to, uh, you know, where the Ravens uh, either put on a, uh, you know, the non-exclusive franchise tag on them, which means you could sign and trade for them, you do have to give up two two number ones, which you'd probably have to do anyway if you traded for them. But, yeah, teams like the the Falcons and Carolina and the Jets have all been mentioned in Miami, although I don't think the Dolphins are going to do that, uh, as possible landing spots for Lamar if the Ravens, if it ever got to a breaking point. And right now it's not at a breaking point. But Jacosta, the GM, did say, you know, when he was asked specifically about that question, would you ever consider it, he said we're not we're not going to talk about that at this point. Sean Payton any closer to making up his mind? What are you hearing? I don't know that he has an offer. That's the, you know so that's the one part I don't know. Uh, I mean we've had presumptive that you know Denver he was a leading candidate in Denver. Uh you know the surprise candidate was on the short list. It's not a surprise for people who have been in the league but is David Shaw who retired as a Stanford coach. Uh, stepped down as a Stanford coach or was fired, whatever you want to say. David had been in the NFL, highly regarded, and I think he eventually got caught up in the whole concept that, you know, at Stanford, you, but the NIL and everything going on, it's just not, it's just not working there. So, but uh, I've always, I've always still assumed that Sean Payton was the Denver lead candidate. And we're waiting to see it. We'll see what happens there. And, and, uh, and then I think some dominoes would fall. I would I would hope they'd have a head coach here pretty soon. Yeah, word on the street, Russ Wilson wants Peyton in there in Denver. But I guess we'll... Well, you know, Russell made one lot of things, but he got a lot of money from him and didn't deliver his end of it. So. Yeah, for sure. More, you're a valuable source for all this information. We appreciate you digging into that Senior Bowl Stetson Bennett story. And look forward to hanging next week. Yeah, I see you a text, too, if I hear something uh, definitive one way or the other about... Mort, it's awesome having you on, man. We'll talk to you next week. All right, we take care. Mort joined us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line. Let's uh, bounce around the playoff scene, man. We got some big games coming up this weekend. Eagles and 49ers in Philadelphia. How about the Niners? They've won 12 games in a row.
Holy cow. We got two of the hottest teams in the league going up against two of the the perennial favorites of all, all season. The Eagles and Chiefs have been on top of the league the entire season. Yeah. And now you got the Bengals and the 49ers, two of the hottest teams in the Love entire league. I think we're down to the best four teams. Oh, man, finally. I can't wait. I'm Jack Buck. Eagles offense, I, I tell you what I really like about the Eagles offense, and, and they do a lot of the RPO stuff with, with hers, but what I really like and, and something I've always believed in was passing out of running formations, running out of passing formations. So you pass out of the 12 personnel grouping. You run out of the 11 personnel groupings. Why? Well, you got the defense. They've got to guard against the run when you're in the 12 personnel grouping. they got to load up the box, try to stop the run. Allows you to pass the ball a little easier. Same thing with the 11 personnel grouping. They got to defend the pass if you're spreading the field. Multiple wide receivers opens up uh, some more running lanes. You run the football out of that. Eagles do a great job of that. That's my compliment for Philadelphia offensively. How about that 49ers defense? We've heard a lot of love going their way. You know, one of the top defenses in the National Football League, that front seven is dangerous. Well, I wonder about the secondary. Does it hold up? They are 24th in the NFL, allowing explosive plays in the passing game. So if I'm Philadelphia, I'm trying to expose that on the back end. Yeah, that's a surprising stat there, Buck. I mean, you got A.J. Brown, you got Devontae Smith, you got two elite receivers looking to feast on this defense. I wouldn't waste my time, I don't believe, trying to run it a heck of a lot. Get that ball downfield, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, see what's going to happen. Now Are, they, they, are you less, sorry, Buck, I, I just got to ask, are you less worried about uh, Jalen Hurts' shoulder? Because that was a pretty big concern for you last week. I feel a little better about okay. that this week. Yeah. He got hit a few times. He jumped right up. I mean, didn't take a direct shot on the shoulder. Eagles defense, run defense is a concern. If you saw the 49ers last weekend, you saw a great example of a, an offense bullying the defense with their run game. Niners can run it. Plus, Purdy's been so effective, short to intermediate work in the middle of the field. Man, I'm looking forward to this game. Right now, if I had to say, I'd say 49ers 27, Eagles 24. Ooh, I love it. And I love that 49ers run game, but because they have the traditional running game, a lot of Elijah Mitchell, you know, between the tackles, stretch plays, but then obviously Debo, Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. Ooh, they got some playmakers. End rounds, options, pitches, all sorts of stuff, man. Bengals and Chiefs. This will be the fourth matchup in 13 months. And the Bengals have their number. Patrick Mahomes, the talk of this game with his right ankle, the high ankle sprain. Man, that's got to be hurting again today. I'll tell you, Burrow's been fabulous. I think right now, best quarterback in the National Football League. Top quarterback in the world today, Joe Burrow. Last two games against Kansas City, he's only been sacked once. In each of those two games. Bengals and point and a half favorite on the road. Yeah. And, and I think this is the reason why Burrow's getting that ball out of there. There are not a lot of negative bad plays. He's not taking sacks. 
Last two games, one sack in each of those games. Negative, negative, negative. And it's not like the Chiefs haven't gotten pressure on him. He's been pressured in these those two games 25 times. They've gotten pressure on him. But Burrow manipulating the pocket, getting the ball out on time. He's been fabulous. They've pressured him 25 times. Listen closely on this one. 25 pressures on Burrow. And he's completed passes for nine first downs out of those 25 pressures with a 61% completion percentage. Pretty impressive stuff, man. Really impressive. And I'll tell you what else impressed me last week. Cincinnati pounding. Pounding them. The Bills with their running back running the football. And they got two big boys in there. You got Mixon. He's a big man. Uh, this P. Ryan, he, he's got to be 250 pounds. And, but catches the ball yeah. extremely well for a big guy. I mean, these guys are tough to tackle. Mixon catches the ball well. So you're asking a defensive back to get these physical, tough, big running backs on the ground. There are a lot of yards after contact with these two running backs. And by the way, you got to worry about Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and yeah, Tyler Boyd. And, absolutely. You know, Hayden Hurst lately breaking out. I know it's late in the season, but those Chiefs defensive backs, they better get ready to tackle. Yes, sir. So many playmakers in this game. You got Kelsey over there on the KC side. You got Chase and Higgins on the Cincinnati side. This thing's going to be a shootout. Don't you just know it? There's some thoughts on the big playoff games coming over, up this weekend. Over under only 47 in that game, Buck. 47, if you're, looking, if you're huh? looking for a shootout, that might be a number to look at. Wow. Wowzers. All right, we got time for a little Falcons talk? I think we do. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. All right, Falcons defensive uh, coordinator search been going on for two weeks now. We touched on it with Mort briefly. And reportedly, the Falcons are in the, and I quote here, the home stretch for convincing another coach to come in and take over this Falcons defense. You know, I'm just one that doesn't believe that there are people knocking down the door to get this job. They just aren't. Now, I'm sure there's some guys that hadn't been a coordinator before that would love to have the job. But proven defensive coordinators. See, I don't think Vic Fangio is knocking down the door. I don't think he's calling them up like in the morning, in the afternoon. Hey, when are you going to make a decision? How come you hadn't hired me yet? I don't think Fangio's doing that. Brian Flores, I wonder about that. He's another veteran. Coordinator, does he really want this job? I mean, the Falcons have five straight losing seasons. Defense has been part of uh, the reason why. Yeah, Fontenot loaded up with some of these young players in the draft. I'm sure they take a look at him on film, like Anderson, the linebacker. I, I'm sitting here today. I don't believe he's going to be a big time player. It's a pretty fair assessment to say there's not a lot of talent over on the uh, defensive yeah, I mean, side of the ball. Young outside of, you might be able to groom, get up to speed, but you're not blown away with it. I think they're going to have to settle. Now, the word is up at Flowery Branch that they, uh, the rest of this week, they're into the second interviews. What does that tell you? I mean, what didn't you ask them the first time around? 
that you need to ask him in the second interview. I don't really understand it. a good it. question, Buck, yeah. yeah. All right, so we'll keep track of that. Waiting on some information to come down. There you go. Some Falcons talk on the show. Leads us right into the Bulldog Roundtable. Don't move, dogs fans. This is Bulldog Roundtable, presented by Breda Pest Management. From pest to critters, they can handle whatever's bugging you. Book your appointment right now at BredaPest.com. Live from the University of Georgia campus in Athens. Exclusively on the official sports talk station of the Georgia Bulldogs. The fans 680 and 93.7 FM. All right, we got Mike White on Friday. He'll be on the show. Bulldog Roundtable. Talking about the Georgia men's basketball program, 13-6, and 3-3 three and three in the SEC. I mean, that's impressive when you look at where they came from a year ago. One SEC win last season. Went over and checked them out in person against Vanderbilt and really impressed with the job they did. Now, they lost the game. But they lost the game, in my opinion, because Vanderbilt was red hot from three-point land. I mean, they were draining those threes left and right. What are you going to do about that? Uh, they they fought back. They were in the game, the entire game, in spite of the three-point shooting by Vandy. A little disappointing to see him lose, but I'll tell you what, that atmosphere is completely different. There was not an empty seat in, in the stag. Great atmosphere. We're going back. Now, we won't be able to make it up to Knoxville tonight. Bulldogs are running the floor with number four, Tennessee. Tennessee coming in 16-3, and 6-1. and one. In the SEC. Looking good. I mean, Tennessee's making some noise there on the basketball side. SEC Network's going to have it. A 7 o'clock tip. We'll be checking it out at my house. Dogs 16 and a half point underdogs in this game tonight, Buck. That's a big number. Yeah. White's got them playing, though. I mean, Absolutely. Play- that backcourt looks good. I mean, they got some players up in the front court. Now, Buck, you thought things could be better. This year, under Mike White, you were a big fan of this hire, but did you ever imagine it could be this quick, What such a quick turnaround? So impressed. I'm so impressed that he's able to get people on board. As I mentioned, that was a sellout. They've had multiple sellouts this season at home. And, yeah, that hasn't been the case. And went last year, long. and we had to be one of 98 people in the house. <laughs> Telling you, man. Uh, very entertaining style of play. They're getting up and down the court. They're playing good D. Like what I'm seeing. We'll talk to Coach coming up Friday on the show. They got it turned around, apparently. He might be the guy to get this thing turned around. Just saying. All right, coming up next, it's time for you to take the wheel. Infinity of Gwinnett wants you to drive the content as you get to decide what we talk about you called in earlier. It's presented by Infinity of Gwinnett. Empower the talk, empower the drive. And also wanted to mention our podcast, The Podcast Park. You can check out our wide array of incredible podcasts at thepodcastpark.com is where you can find it. And it's brought to you by our good friends at Associated Credit Union. Bucks Beat, episode 79. We're talking about stat. We're talking about the Georgia offensive line, the Georgia X wide receiver group. Episode 80 will drop here in the next 48 hours, working on that as we speak. And it's brought to you by Mickey Himes and the Get Mickey team at Keller Williams, backing me up on Buck's Beat. Hope you'll uh, check that out. You can find it, by the way, if it's not thepodcastpark.com, wherever it is you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, 
Appreciate you there. checking that out. We'll come back on the other side and do our thing. Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. And don't forget about Buck's Beat. You can find that there, too. All right, so we've come down to the final segment of the show on this Wednesday, and our callers control the content. Brought to you by Infinity of Gwinnett. So, DT, what is what's the deal? Oh, what am I talking about in this final segment? Looks like you're putting your shades on, Buck. Just in case there's a quarterback club, that can is only, that what they want? Can only mean one thing. Shades on in the club. Give them what they want, Buck. Yeah, going clubbing in the 10 o'clock hour. <laughs> My goodness. You kind of look like a Ray Charles for uh, just a little bit. Holy cow. Uh, 10 o'clock in the 10 a.m. hour. We're heading to, going to the club. Breakfast buffet may still be out. Seriously. Good grief. All right, the quarterback club. We're going to talk about Brock Purdy. Doing some show prep. That's right. We do some show prep, trying to come up with the appropriate content and know what we're talking about on the Buck Baloo show. I'm not sure all the shows do that. Not here at 680. They do that here. But wonder about some of the other markets and things like that. But I'm not going to worry about that right now. Brock Purdy ran across a scouting report going into last year's draft. What does it say about Brock Purdy? Well... Let me lift the shades up so I can see exactly what the scouting report says. I sort of like the shades in the daytime, though. Yeah, you got it nice and bright in the studio. People think, uh, what you cut? Look at Blue. He's so cocky. So arrogant, wearing shades around during a rainy day. What's he doing? Uh, Okay, back to Brock Purdy. Scouting report. He was the last guy drafted last year. Here's what the scouting report said. He did not test well. Shades on in the club. He had a 27-inch vertical. I think I'd get higher than that. Ran a 4.85. Dude, back in the day, I was running the, the sub 4.7. Seriously. 4.85, that's like Brady. No, Brady was over 5, wasn't he? It wasn't fast. Here's the one that tickles me. Brock Purdy had, and I quote, Short arms. Now, what's that got to do with anything? I haven't heard that one much. I've heard about the small hands. Yeah. And obviously, height is a big one. I, I mean, what in the world? Short arms. What's that got to do with anything for a quarterback? Now, the arm they listed as average. That's not a surprise. Middle yeah. of the road. It just shows that that's not the most important thing, Buck. You've talked about that a lot. Yeah. I mean, velocity is important. We want to, you know, you want a strong arm. 
but not the most important thing when you're looking to evaluate. I can tell he's making all the throws during this 12-game win. Can you make the throws? Not so much, not worried about the velocity. Six foot one. That just tall, one. Just tall enough, right? Well, I, these NFL personnel guys, if you're not 6'4", as a quarterback prospect, they're not even looking your way. So undersized, obviously. Now, the 49ers, they had three, count them, three six-round picks last season in the draft. They passed on Purdy every single time. And they had three picks in the sixth round. And they take him with the final pick of the draft. And the quarterback look, couldn't have been a, a high priority for them. They already had Trey Lance, yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. Look at him now, though. I would say he is a much better quarterback than Trey Lance will ever be. So a lot of negatives on per negative, negative. Coming out of the scouting process last year, Brock Purdy has proved them all wrong, man. He is balling. He is making a lot of quick decisions. And he's been a good fit in what Kyle Shanahan is doing offensively. He's been a really great fit. And that's that's huge. I think that's uh, two of the most important things for these quarterback prospects. Number one, how are you going to fit the system with the team that brings you in? And then number two, you've got to be able to consistently make good, quick decisions. After the snap of the ball. I didn't see anything about those things in the scouting report. But he's absolutely balling right now, man. Do you think win or loss on Sunday, he's the starter going into training camp slash week one next year? Uh, Yeah. Why wouldn't he be? Uh, I mean, would you plug in Garoppolo again? I wouldn't. Would you try to uh, be a little more patient with Trey Lance and think he's going to be the guy? I'm saying uh, those guys are old news. I mean, moving forward with Brock Purdy. I'd say not only will Purdy be the starter there, I think he's uh, squashed a lot of the uh, the talk about Tom Brady going to San Francisco. I don't think it's as yeah. necessary. Saw Brady down in Miami yesterday looking at, at schools for his kids to be going to school. Miami? Could he be uh, going to the Dolphins? Give two of the year off. Well, Buck, if he effing knew, he would have already effing told you. Well, that's for sure. There's the quarterback club. Shades on in the club on a Wednesday morning. I can't say I've ever been in a club this time of the day. That's probably for the best, Buck, right? (laughs) In fact, I hadn't been to a club in a few years. DT, when's the last time you were in a club? Oh, man. Yeah, it's been at least a few years. I'm not much of a club guy myself. Oh, you're not? Like, I'm, I would consider myself more of a bar guy. I don't like really hanging I out. I thought you'd be, uh, you know, you're back on the wall checking things out, looking at the ladies. With the shades on? Yeah. That way you, that way you can check out the ladies and they don't. Well, the ladies would be saying, look at that dude over there. He's confident. He must be cool. He's yeah, got his shades he's on. he's got shades on. <laughs> Hey, uh, man, we want you to be a part of our uh, celebration, 30 years of sports talk dominance, and we've got this great golf trip that we've got going on, golf vacation, six nights, seven course, courtesy of 680 The Fan and America's Golf Island, Hilton Head Island. And thanks to our friends at Infinity of Gwinnett, you're going to drive in style down to Hilton Head in a QX80. Got plenty of room for the foursome and your golf clubs. You got to get entered, though, if you're going to be a winner. Go to 680thefan.com slash 30. 
before February the 3rd and enter to win. Are you going to get passed up? All right, final word. Are coming up right after the show at the bottom of the hour. I've got a new side gig at 680 The Fan. We call it Extra Innings. Live on our YouTube channel. Going to talk about Vaughn Grissom trying to win that shortstop job with the Atlanta Braves coming up at spring training in a couple of weeks. So check that out. 680 The Fan's YouTube channel at 1130 for Extra Innings. Got a new side gig here at The Fan. All right, Nick and Chris coming up next. Stay tuned for that. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Where's Nerny? Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Hey, sandwich lovers, today is your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corners Shopping Center. Now open, Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacy and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner.